Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me today, I have Joe. Hey man. And we got Claire. Hey. What's up? Surprise. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah? <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's summer. It is. Oh, and you're a teacher, so you don't have to work. No. Um, Is it true, I was listening to a podcast actually the other day. I don't know what it was, so but the only podcast that exists is ours. Um, <laughs> and... It was this guy was a teacher and he was talking about how in the summer he's like a newer teacher. So he's got to like plan during the summer. Oh, yeah. But then he was like, ah, once you're a teacher for like five years or so, like planning kind of stops like our dwindles a lot more because you just are prepared more because you've gone through it. I can see that. Um, They change my curriculum like every two years. So every two years you got to like a kind of so a busy summer. So I never get to that five year like. I don't have to plan anything. And also, like, with the students that I teach, it really depends on what skills they have. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what I'm going to teach next year. But I am doing a lot of planning this summer, like, to help organize stuff for next year. So I was just doing that today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was part of my day. That and landscaping. Mm. Moving mulch. Escaping those gardens. You know it. They got a regular uh, – they got a – a koi pond in their backyard. Oh, with a, eventually. Um, <laughs> wait, really? You're going to put a koi pond I, in your backyard? I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm envisioning a deck. Like, there's a lot of things. He's going to have one of those, like, you're going to be a place that has a lawn, you know, or like way too much foliage and like rocks and like, like oh. landscaping for real. I mm. feel like our property is big enough to have a lot of the different things that you're discussing. Your backyard is big enough where you could have like a patch of grass and you could also have like some intricate shit. Like so like I corner. put in like a like garden, which you haven't seen. But then we also have the side yard and the whole front yard. So like, yeah, we could do all of the things that you're discussing. Get it. I know, right? Mm-hmm. If we get that money, it's expensive. <laughs> Wait, you're robbing a banker? <laughs> no, man, on? I gotta teach, right? You gotta teach these children. That blue apron money from this pot. Is that your get? Wait, is <laughs> is being a teacher your get rich scheme? Scheme? Because that's not. I got. It really I gotta, wasn't a good plan. Gotta, no one told me that before he started. That's not true. <laughs> I feel like that was a everybody knew that kind of thing. Eek. Um. Oh hey. My World Street Kitchen order for us is being delivered by DoorDash, which, in general, does not have a good relationship with Chipotle. <laughs> oh. Uh, we we tried to order Chipotle I know, last week, and they were just like, hey, yo, Chipotle ain't going to make your order. So yeah, they canceled on us. Shout out Chipotle. Get better at delivering things if you're going to say you'll deliver just things. Just give me the food for the money that I'm giving you. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Well, speaking of things that you guys are grumpy about, there's there's some listeners out there that are pretty grumpy with you guys right now. Oh. So we're going to we're so before we get into the actual first and last, we're going to get yeah, into some we hate need, mail. We need it's not hate mail. We just love, need to discuss this. We need to take a moment. Haters. No, they're not haters. <laughs> I feel like we're not giving the people listening a good explanation of what this pod is, and mm-hmm. I also feel like they might think that because we watch TV shows from week to week, we know anything about the subject. We do not. Like, I don't. Do you guys know anything about TV? I mean, other than like your general knowledge of watching it sometimes. I have a minor in television studies. My eyeballs suck in the images. My ears hear the words. <laughs> yeah, right? So like an enormous amount of information about television. These are some of the reviews that some people are real upset with. I'd like to apologize mm-hmm. to them because they spent time writing this up and I would like to 
fix all these problems. Wait, where do you get it? Did I will not be apologizing. Question, question mark. <laughs> did they just like text you? Because like they're oh, not no. in my email box, which is the first FNL podcast at gmail.com. Well, they're using the Apple podcast and another listener decided like sent these to me today. Okay. Okay. So they're not so like. So we're down to a 4.5 stars. Ooh. I thought, I mean, we're up to a 4.5 stars, <laughs> right? But I'm wondering if like somebody's referring this pod to people that won't be into it or like, I don't know. I don't like, know. Give it to me. What do we got? Let's hear what yeah. we got. Yeah, the first one, Jess Fly. How many stars? Two. Okay. Which better Fair. than one. Fair. Right? Yeah. She doesn't hate. I feel like they I feel don't like, hate. I feel like if you thumbs up or thumbs down anything, as long as you made the interaction to do it, mm-hmm. in a way we're doing something correct. <laughs> yeah. But the subject is need to be better informed. Okay. Okay, which we're not informed. It already all. sounds like she doesn't understand how this podcast works. <laughs> um, it could be a guy. I don't know. Uh, if you're going to have a podcast about TV and discuss movies, know what you're talking about. These people are too young to host this podcast. I get annoyed. About their severe lack of knowledge. You wonder if we're older than this person or not? Because, like, when you... I think if you consider someone too young, I already want to know how old this person is. (laughs) And then there's an update, which I feel like they should have emailed you. Because that's where we say, like, you know, if we do something wrong, email us, right? But she wanted us to know. Also, Jason Hervey from Wonder Years was not one of Biff's lackeys. He was Marty's mom's brother. But he, or his but, uncle. But he wasn't Back to the Future? When Marty goes back in time. That's pretty good. We got right? the movie right. So I would just want to apologize for not knowing that fact again. I just or- take this review to mean that she didn't like Jimmy, and that's fine. <laughs> okay, what, do we, what else we got? Well, yeah. Wonder Years was my show, hey, so like, <laughs> you hate me, and I'm apologizing. Okay, we that's got it. Jimmy here. will do his research. Okay. Jimmy will do better. Now, Podcast Junkie 64 has some other thoughts. Oh, this person Ooh, does sound like they know junkie. what they're talking and about. And I do worry that Podcast Junkie 64 will not like the show that I chose for today because the subject of Podcast Junkie 64's comments How was many stars again? Two again. Okay. These are our two stars. Once again. Not terrible. Two better than all the other people listening right now that haven't rated us <laughs> True. at all. True. Yeah, everyone should go rate. take that as a zero. Yeah. <laughs> Host too young. No. Okay. Wait. First off, thank you. How old do they think we are? I don't know, but I really appreciate that. Like, I am a young person right now. There's been a lot of times in my life where I feel old. Like, I feel really young right now, and I want to thank you. Okay. But I apologize for my age. Hosts are apparently too young to do many of these episodes. Uh huh. I mean, when you are making predictions at the beginning of the podcast as to what the shows are about are really about and what is going to happen question mark some of these tv shows have only been off the air for a decade and they're being discussed like it's the early 1900s world history i kind of like that (laughs) because i do like to look back at 2005 like it was world history man it was tv shows that were on in the 80s as far as like tv goes is like pretty early in like real TV. Yeah, TV's just done so different so differently now. So But to continue podcast junkie six. Oh, he's still going. Okay. You yeah, just got? got a couple sentences. They are still going. Your podcast listeners were actually quote unquote there when the shows were on air. Uh-huh. Including Lost in Space, etc. So it's a little more funny to listen at times. Yeah. Okay. Agree. I mean, and I feel like that's a kind of a lot of the appeal of of this is like us going in pretty blind and like not knowing what we're about to see and like giving a fresh perspective on it just based on the first and last. 
So you might hate this podcast, but thank you for listening, and we appreciate your feedback. I actually really enjoy that you spent the time giving us any amount of stars <laughs> yeah, amount and then writing a thing down. It just we, feels um, good to know that people we are did, listening. We did have a listener do a little deep dive mm-hmm. into these people's out. Oh, Apple getting weird. <laughs> Apple information. He, he found <laughs> what? All I want to say is that they might be live. really hard to, please? you know, please. They they are very they they tend to not like all of the things they review. So we're in good company. I guess a lot of I mean a lot of people don't usually review things going yo five that was awesome love it. Mm-hmm. Most people like Yelp is just to yell and be mad <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah. my well, only, my, my number one question to both of those people, um, is they're not listening. How old, <laughs> well, if they are listening, tweet at us or email us yeah. at F and L podcast, <laughs> Gmail or on Twitter. How old do you think these people are that are talking into your ear holes? Right he now? said he was there. I mean, I mean, yeah, that person's definitely for older than us space, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But we're not like 18. How old does he think we are? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say how old we are because I want them to th- figure out how old we are. Yeah. We'll reveal how old we are next no, episode. Thanks. I'm sure we... <laughs> Claire's 82. I My students <laughs> to this day do not know how old I am. It's like a dumb thing I started when I first started teaching. But they, I always tell them I'm a million. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid. All, hey, all feedback is appreciated. But Joe, to clarify our first reviewer's um, confusion, mm. what is this podcast <laughs> about? Is that just one of the one of the one star reviews? Or just what is this podcast about? <laughs> uh, we take a TV show, oftentimes not knowing anything about it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> and we watch only the first and last, and we make predictions. Um, and a lot of times those predictions miss. <laughs> Quite frequently. <laughs> I don't um, think I've gotten a point this season. That might be an overreaction, but I feel like my points are real low. I think your points are low, but I don't think <laughs> you have zero. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, yeah, we generally try to match shows that we actually know nothing about mm-hmm. and probably have seen like a thumbnail or have heard it through the years of being alive. Yeah. And we know this is a show mm-hmm. and that is where we're starting. Yes. And that is probably definitely true for the show we're doing today. It's the purest and only way to watch TV. I think it's the best zero way. context and yeah. zero middle <laughs> <laughs> because the best sandwich is one with only bread. <laughs> mm. The best hamburger has no meat in the middle. Yeah, it's just lettuce. The best turducken is just a. It's just a turkey. Just a turkey. <laughs> you couldn't figure out which one. You were like, "Is it the duck?" I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what's going on. Um, I'm gonna mess with Joe's microphone here. Everything's but, fine. Yeah, everything's fine. So, bottom line is, uh, come on the podcast, Jess. Just uh, <laughs> just give us fly. your number. We'll call you. And we'll do a live chat. Live interview. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Um, but yeah. So yeah. The whole point is we don't understand what's going on, which is funny. So maybe uh, we definitely forget to say that every once in a while, but we are also recording episode 94. So if most people that were with us from halfway to the beginning have mm-hmm. heard that spiel. What if this is like your times. first introduction to the pod though? Like- That's well, welcome. Welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad you're here. And if you glad love you Mary Tyler Moore, <laughs> and if you love, yeah, and if and Way basically in. the rule is, if you loved that show and you listen to our podcast, welcome to Infuriation Town. Yeah, because you're about to be mad at what we don't know. There's really like two experiences when listening to the first and last podcast. One is like 
you pick an episode of like a show you know and love and you're like listening to these dumb dumbs like just stumble upon it yeah but another way is like you could pick up a like a show you have no you also know nothing about and play and along discover it with us yeah so just try try another one try uh try alf that's a good one you've probably seen alf though try nashville <laughs> no one's watched Nashville. No one, no one knows a Nashville. I know of is. three people for sure that have watched Nashville. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we're doing what show today? Claire? Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. Because we are in Minneapolis. And yeah. She, Apparently, she... it's about Minneapolis. There's like a statue. I've seen that statue. I've been near it. I is have this not. The one where like does she throw the hat in the air? Is that yeah, the thing? I think so. Because yeah, that's she what graduates. she's doing in the statue. <laughs> And then, like, she had a house, like, so by the lakes that we live by. So she, the house that, like, the picture of the house is on the Lake of the Isles. Okay. Oh, so it's one of those millionaire Scarface mansions? Yes. So I don't really understand, like, if it's an apartment building or how she lives oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It might have been, like, an old mansion or something. Potentially. So, so based on the statue, which is almost all I know about this show. Okay. Mary Taylor Moore... Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> you guys keep talking. Like keep talking. Yeah. All right. So Joe, what do you know about the show? Um, I think it's about it's some sort of workplace drama because I just read that it was actually an inspiration for Thirty Rock. Um, which do you know? Do you know Thirty Rock? I mean, I know of it. It like I know it's, it's people are in it. Yeah, it's the, a comedy. The hosts of the show know nothing about TV. I, I don't. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so 30 Rock is the, you know, the Tina Fey show about making a TV show. Um, so she wanted to make 30 Rock, like, follow the format of the Mary Tyler Moore show where it's like, it's not, it's really about the relationships in the workplace and not about actually doing whatever they do in the workplace. But when was this made? Do you have any idea? Because you looked mm, this up. Mm, 70s, I think. Okay. So the fact that there's a female lead is a big deal. Yeah, and right. it was also like and a working girl. It was praised for like a lot of the sitcoms at the time were just like dumb fluffy stuff. And this was praised for like being a comedy but still taking on like real subjects. There you go. So, like real like grown-up stuff. So, are we going to like see sex, drugs and rock and roll in the first episode? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like a little maybe this is the new Frasier. Maybe it gets Ooh. a little deep. Was it filmed here? There's no way it was filmed here. No, they can't. There's no that. way they even like went to Minnesota, like know what it's it like. like. Film a show in the Midwest. Well, they obviously like shot the beginning of it here. They forgot my ice cream cookie. Now I gotta call them back. <laughs> oh god, that's really devastating. I also forgot to bring out the five dollar bill to tip the guy, <laughs> and he didn't. He just was like, "Cool, here you go," and he just like ran away. And I was like, mm, "All right, sorry." What was the cake of the day? I, it's some white cake or something. Oh, I don't know. You, you're gonna have to look at it. Lordy me, we're having white cake. What? What are we talking about? Um, Mary Tyler Moore show. Very it, exciting. It's an inspiration for Thirty Rock, and it, there's like serious stuff. So we're wondering if it gets like Fraser serious. God, I have absolutely no idea what this show is about. <laughs> what I was saying was based on the statue. I thought like Mary Tyler Moore is like a child in the show. <laughs> what? No, she's like a working. I feel like she works at like. A newspaper a or a broadcast. A, something in media, right? Isn't that a statue of a yeah. child? No, she's no. a full-grown lady. Is she full-grown but like real small? Maybe it's a miniature <laughs> statue. We're going to go take a picture. You're also six foot what? Like Th- Three. 
Maybe she's like my height. Maybe you think it's kid size. Well, from far away, you look like a child. <laughs> wow. That was really rude. You're very small. I'm, I'm a little petite. <laughs> I, I think you should go get your picture taken next to the statue. Let's I mean, do it. I mean, sure. Let's go. I've never You're seen off it, next like, week. right now. Yeah, why not? Everybody, we're going on a field trip. <laughs> Gotta go. Can I call the place to get my ice cream sandwich, though, before? <laughs> you totally can. We can pick it up on the way. But okay. I have no idea what's going to happen this episode. Hopefully, it gets really serious really fast, and mm-hmm. there's fun. I feel like she's going to live in an apartment, but there's going to be some like older people like taking care of her, because like, she's a single lady. Is this going to have like a Laverne and Shirley feel? That was a great show. Is that the one? <laughs> they worked in... at like the Coke bottle factory or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and like, is that based in Milwaukee or is yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that show. Because I know that at one of the brewery tours in Milwaukee, they would like, there's like a part with the conveyor belt and like they would turn on the belts and play the theme song. Mm. And that was like a highlight of that tour. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's cool. It wasn't, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there's some conveyor belts involved in this show. I don't know. Maybe she works at like a bottle or a mill. We're open for our mills. I feel like it's something, you're right, like something media, like radio station or newspaper or TV station. What if she's a secretary in a therapist's office? Mm. That's <laughs> much different. Not. Much different. <laughs> I don't know. She just worked at the Macy's downtown Minneapolis. And that was it was a Dayton's. <laughs> I keep watching PBS documentaries about historical Minneapolis and a Dayton's store. I didn't even know there was enough notable things to make pbs documentaries about downtown minneapolis oh there's like at least three. Oh, so well anyway very exciting stuff no i think this will be a good show hopefully you know it's aged well hopefully it's funny i also um, i also hope that oh <laughs> funny. i'm just reading it you keep getting like text messages now from like doordash and it's like this guy is approaching with your order, yeah. which is creepy. Sans ice cream sandwich. Yes, just buzzed. Also, he ate your ice cream he, sandwich. He might have. He buzzed <laughs> so many times. I was like, dog, just I'm coming. <laughs> and then I and then I opened the door and then a shoe got stuck in the door. So the door was like a jar and I had to like run back to shut the door because Pete the cat would probably just try to slink out into the hallway. <laughs> oh god. And I was like I was like, God, and then he buzzed again and I'm like, You're ruining my podcast. Podcast junkie sixty nine is gonna be so mad. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Should, uh, should we just get into this uh, first I, episode? I think yeah. we're a little more excited about our food than we are about the show, but it, we're gonna find out. It's gonna be great. No man, this show's gonna be great. I'm excited. I'm New excited Fraser. to learn a little bit more about my town's history. Next level Fraser. <laughs> All right. We <laughs> will see everybody after the first episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And we're back. We're done with the uh, first episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show called Something. And some serious like issues with DoorDash. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> calling you out, DoorDash. Episode uh, is called "Love Is All yeah, Around." That's what it's called "Love Actually Is All Around." All around. Um, Love actually is all around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> is that how they say it? Hello. Um, on the rebound from a busted relationship, Mary Richards reclo- relocates to Minneapolis, where she quickly finds a new apartment, an associate producer's job at WJM TV, and a new friend. 
Just one new that's friend. So creepy. Who was her new friend? Was it? I guess it's Rhoda. Was it Rhoda? Or I mean, was that's it? a new person? Because Phyllis, life. she knew. Yeah, that is her friend. These already. are people that live in the building with her. Yeah. Um, as someone who lives in Minneapolis, I don't know if this is where I would move. Like being like, I'm gonna find some new love. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get, go like, start my life over. I'm gonna try a new thing, but like, I don't know, man. It's a good place to live. It is an odd setting for i mean that actual life moment but also just like this tv show like why did they pick minneapolis i don't know it is a good question i mean it's she go to the lake every once in a while i guess i'm play they can they can have seasonal episodes maybe yeah. they wanted to have a show that wasn't just all sunshine and all, all i'm sun. saying is that she is going to be single at the end of the show because she ain't <laughs> gonna meet people gonna in minnesota out. she just she is met it. so many people in minnesota i mean all of us met people in minnesota what are you talking <laughs> about i mean but still but she's incapable she's gonna make it after all wow you're really like leaning into that theme song <laughs> Also, she threw her hat outside of Dayton's. All of my Minnesota knowledge came together one moment, and Josh made fun of me because I got very excited about it. You were like, that's Dayton's. That's really Dayton's. And like, just like a camera shot. Yeah. I was like, yep, Claire. The, the, show, the show opens with the theme song and the credits, and it's like a montage of her leaving behind her, where, I forget where she's from. Yeah, I don't know where. Leaving behind something. She's driving, and she's driving into Minneapolis, and then she's like walking the streets. And then she was like, ends up at like a busy street corner, and she throws her hat in the air, and that's kind of the iconic scene. Pretty sure that's the street corner that contains the statue. I think it's in the Nicolette yeah. Mall. Yeah, it's Nicolette and Seventh. Yeah, oh, you googled that's, this. I looked it up. Pretty also, confident that is where the statue. Is. All those buildings that are in that intro like burned down in two thousand two. There's a fire. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it doesn't quite history. look like that anymore, but. Yeah, you know, they put a statue there, so we remember I mean, where it is. if you've paid attention to any of the sporting events in recent history, they do a lot on Nicolette Mall, right near there. Sure. That's always where they set up all their film crews. Cool. You, okay, whatever. I'm not going to give any fun facts the rest of this day. I said it was cool. Um, <laughs> so that's the intro, and then, yeah, uh, the, the vibe of the show is, yeah, it's a, it's a working girl in media, and she's going to make it. She's going to do it. On her own. Which, again, weird vibe for a show set in Minneapolis. Like, you'd think... L.A. Yeah, uh, like, media centers. L.A., New York, maybe even Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it's it's odd. And then, because you... <laughs> well, I mean, she was just... Her original, she went into the WJM-TV to get a job. And it was just going to be a secretary job. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, so she wasn't, like, trying to become, like, an actress or do whatever. You can be a secretary in any city. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then she landed an associate producer job mm-hmm. for $10 less a week than the secretary job. Mm-hmm. Um, wage gap. It exists. Um, and then, yeah, he, the guy was just like, oh, Lou Grant, I think, was her boss. Yep. And he was like, I'll do this. You can have the job for a couple of weeks. And we'll see how it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she said yes obviously she her new apartment with her friend Phyllis like her friend Phyllis who has a kid named Bess mm-hmm. um, which I think Claire asked about 45 times during the episode <laughs> is it Beth or Bess they did not enunciate the name 
It was best. Yeah. It's, at all. It's short for bester. No, it's not. <laughs> but, okay, best. It's short for Bessica. Um, so I, I feel like it's like a big apartment building. It's like a it's like an apartment building and like a big mansion looking house. Mm-hmm. And Bess, I believe Bess lives like downstairs or something like that. That's what it seems like, yeah. And then there's this other lady named Rhoda mm-hmm. who keeps like, was like this is my apartment and i'm like where's the where's like the property manager <laughs> um but and then at the end of the episode so they argued about whose apartment it was for a while bit but then the end of the episode rhoda just like lived upstairs well i think that Bess had told that, us that earlier but i was too distracted by her name that we might have missed it <laughs> couldn't get over it but um, yeah so they all live in the same house together well house that's built like built into separate apartments within the yes. house mm-hmm um so there's that and then um one big thing is mary richards is who mary tyler moore is because mm-hmm. um, why would you name a show mary tyler moore and not have the main character named something else yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta explain to people that this is fake um uh her like fiance or no just like longtime boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. was just like um he came and visited Mm-hmm. And and brought her fake flowers that he stole from somebody else. Yeah. And she kind of decided, nah, this isn't going to happen. Yeah, Bill was kind of a terrible guy. Yeah, and he didn't really want to commit. And so she was just like, all right, well then, peace, dude. But this all occurred while her brand new boss came over who is drunk. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my wife's gone for a whole month. And then <laughs> Mary was like, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. He was like. You got a good caboose. And she's like, oh, I really know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, no, you don't. Because I really like my wife's caboose more. And then he was like drunk and sad that his wife was gone. Mm-hmm. And he comically wrote a letter on a typewriter behind her. While her like long distance boyfriend slash getting broken up with mm-hmm. was like talking. Mm-hmm. It was kind of yeah, funny. There were like a lot of what I would call bits in the show, like little scenes that were funny. They had their own moments they had their own highs and lows and it kept it moving. And a lot of them were between Mary Tyler Moore and any other actor, mm-hmm. like obviously driven, but like the bit where she's doing the job searching, coming in and interviewing and then answering all of the questions in the wrong order because she doesn't want to answer the next question. Cause he gets like, he's asking yeah, really more inappropriate more questions. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's answering them all out of order, and it's like funny the way that she's like. Well, he, I remember because she, he's like, why, uh, why aren't you married, or why aren't you getting married? To, and then she's like, oh, that's personal. And he's like, how many words can you type? And then she's like, why do you need to know? And he was like, there's a lot of different reasons for you to get married, not get, or to get married, or not get married. And she's like, sixty five. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh, words you can type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I was getting that, like you know, that classic, like who's on second, he's on like first, like what you call it's on eighth, like that kind of thing, that like yeah. baseball like joke. <clears throat> it's a bit. It's a bit. Yeah, the scenes were divided into bits in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but they were good. They were. Div- yeah, I thought that was pretty impressive. And then I felt like like a lot of it was summed up by at the end, her drunk boss Lou Grant is like. He watches the guy leave, Bill. Mm-hmm. He leaves the apartment and lose back, like needing a stamp or something. And he goes, You didn't lose much. And then Mary's like, But he did. And then I think I wrote down what she said. 
he missed out on the best wife. I am so lucky. Like, she was trying to convince herself that she was lucky in she the moment. Seem, she didn't seem very convincing when she said it, but she did sound like she was trying to convince herself. Yes, yeah. which I think is, like, kind of forward thinking for, like, this scenario up and, like, on TV, right? Yeah. How often is it that you see the girl being like, oh, no, it's okay that this douche of a guy who brings me dead people's flowers, like, mm-hmm. is leaving right now. Like, yeah. normally it's like, oh, no, I should be with him because – I'm a woman and I can't yeah. be alone, but think, she can do it on her own. I think the interesting part is like just right after that. Cause she says like, Oh yeah, he left. He's missing out. I feel super lucky. And then her boss is like, you feel good. Don't you? And she's like, no, I feel rotten, but, but lucky. <laughs> Which I feel like is kind of the vibe that I'm getting is like, like things aren't always going to be great, but like, they're always like looking up, like she's going to make it through this, even though there might be like challenges. Oh, there's gonna be. Cha- I'm. I bet they tackle some challenges on this show, mm-hmm. like her first period. Oh, that we already watched that show. Yeah, we already watched. <laughs> We've already seen Blossom. <laughs> but like, I'm trying to imagine what they could challenge. Like, are they gonna bring in like, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll? I mean, maybe we're talking about birth yeah, control on this band. show. Potentially <laughs> rock and roll. I mean, it's supposed to get pretty serious. Joe keeps threatening Fraser-like scenarios on me. Mm-hmm. So, did you feel any Fraser vibes? Um, not not necessarily, but I did feel like it was serious when she like asked that dude to leave, and like you know you get to the realization that she really is doing this on her own. It's for real. Um, but like I felt good when she was saying like, like no, like admitting that she feels terrible, but she's like gonna move on. I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah, do it. <laughs> Joe wants to see her in that single life in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Shoveling all the time. <laughs> she lives in a, a giant house. She doesn't need a shovel. Who is shoveling? Like, also, it's snowing a lot. <laughs> why was Rhoda cleaning the windows in the winter? I don't know. She was outside with a sponge cleaning wiping the windows, the windows yeah. down. That would freeze. It would not work. Terrible idea. Mm-hmm. It literally says do not do that on like any window. I think it was just a reason to put her outside and put her in a winter jacket. Right, I get, I get it. I, but like, I read a thing where like they really like this actress, um, and they wanted her to play Rhoda, but they thought she was like too pretty, um, because they wanted like, uh, Mary's friend to just be like this like dowdy woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they just like dressed her up real frumpy. So that's what they kept doing in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna be like frumpy. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, is she prettier than Mary? Can't tell. <laughs> She's pretty frumpy. Yeah, because if you look at it, like Mary and Phyllis are both like wearing like skirts and they have their like hair and makeup done. All yeah. Right. And then like Rhoda's in like pants and like like heavy sweaters and stuff. I literally like, think she looks like the most legitimate. On the, I'm like, oh yeah, she lives in Minnesota. She looks great. She looks <laughs> yeah. Great. She looks She's, like she lives here. Yeah. Um, she is obviously very pretty. Yeah. Like, you can't really hide much. By like just putting a jacket on someone, you know what I mean? Like, and is she supposed to have like she said she couldn't get an apartment somewhere else? Like, is she supposed to have an accent or be from be somewhere? Be I mean, from she's somewhere? got like a New York or New Jersey yeah. accent or something okay. like that. Well, that would be very Minnesotan if two non-Minnesotans are like hanging out. So like, they're mm-hmm. gonna be friends clearly. Because Minnesotans don't want to be friends with anybody outside of our state. Get out. Yeah. I mean, a little bit sometimes. Yeah. I'm no offense to you. I mean, I'm from here and neither one of you are and I'm friends with you. <laughs> I know, but it's a stretch, man. I know. It's hard for you. It's very hard. Very hard. We're trying to be really friends with. Okay, and you guys both knew what tie one on meant 
but no, we didn't. We just decided what it meant. Oh, he said, right tie, he said tie one off. I thought it was on. Tie one on. Oh, he's tying he's it on? He's like, I'm going to go tie one on. I assume he meant he was going to go get another drink. Right? But is that a saying that I should use? It's definitely a saying. Like, to get drunk or start drinking before the hangover from last night has worn off. Oh. It's like hair of the dog. I, yeah, I guess so. So So he was like coming off of his buzz and then he was going to go tie one on to like stay drunk. He didn't sound like he was trying to pretend like he wasn't still drunk. <laughs> I think he was just conti- I think it was just a drunk man saying he's going to keep good drinking. Oh man, that's sad. Okay. <laughs> he's sad his wife's leaving for a month. She's left for a month. She's gone. She's gone. Um I'll do the uh quick walkthrough of some people we haven't talked about so we got all those main characters and then there was also ted baxter who was like seemed like the newsman oh yeah like the on air mm-hmm. guy he was like the phil hartman the yeah. news radio phil He's hartman definitely like a sexual predator though and then <laughs> yeah probably and then there was some guy named murray and he was at this he was at the shop he was at the uh, news place he was like the typing guy. he was like the writer he was finding all the words that have been pronounced incorrectly, correct? Um, I don't remember that part, but he was the one when she first walked in. She's like, I'm here for the secretary job. Secretary job. And he's like, it's full. And wow. that's that. That was the guy just kept yelling, it's full. Like, it's taken. So, and those are those two people. I'm assuming they're my main characters at work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because there's going to be like the work friend crew and there's gonna be like the home friend crew yeah i feel like they'll be divided well they i mean they mix it a little bit maybe i wonder how much lou's gonna like mix it up how I many feel times like... a drunk lou's gonna show up yeah i feel like that's <laughs> gonna pitter out maybe but it'd be funny if like mary goes on dates and like drunk lou just shows up again because like <laughs> she's just she's trying to keep her job and especially in the beginning she won't say no to him you know mm-hmm. like as in like she won't like kick him out right away but she'll try to like comically usher him out and it'll be mm-hmm. very like funny hopefully. i could see them having again because we were talking about earlier about how a lot of this was the inspiration for 30 rock mm-hmm. i can kind of see them having like a liz and jack relationship where like <clears throat> both of them are like broken in different ways and they kind of like help fix each other yeah have you seen have you both seen 30 rock no okay you yeah, have just me um <laughs> again you, you not know. everybody on this podcast knows anything about tv <laughs> you know kenneth uh-huh. thing i watched like a uh, like a cut a super cut kenneth the page called like kenneth is immortal and it was just <laughs> everything kenneth kenneth does to like make it look like he was immortal mm-hmm. and he's like what do you look like in the mirror whenever i see he's like my mirror scene is weird because whenever i see i just see a white fuzz like a white haze <laughs> and then he's he keeps like screaming into the like he's like i'm not done with him yet like when he thinks like tracy jordan died and he's like, you can't take him from me. I'm not done with him yet. And then he's God. like, back in back in the, my day, back in 19, I was all blah, blah. Like he like never says, hmm. says like his, his dad gave it to him when his dad went to like the, like, like Roe versus like Wade Cotillion, like something weird, like dated. something crazy old dated thing that you're mm-hmm. like, wait, if your dad went to that, you're like a hundred. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of funny jokes about through the whole show about how Kenneth might not be a human, which is really great. I can see it. I love it. Um, all in all, pilot episode. Yay, nay, was it good? Yeah, it was good. I'm intrigued. Um, it was really funny. Mm-hmm. I'm really charmed by Mary Tyler Moore. 
Yeah. He seems like a person I want to hang out with in a TV show sense. Yeah. And it is nice because they, they popped in a lot of like probably social norms back in the day of like submissive women or like men coming over to like get what they want from her, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like, nope. <laughs> you know yeah she and dealt like, with both her boss and her ex-boyfriend in like her own way yeah in a very not probably tv way yeah and, or real life way the person in charge of all of those situations yeah yeah okay claire agrees we're she's good she's a boss woman <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah she knows what she wants and she doesn't doesn't seem like she's taking any guff from those swine i'm gonna be mm-hmm. really sad if that like pitters out but i don't it, it what this show is mainly written by men so you never know where it's gonna go Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we'll see where it goes. But <laughs> it just turns into why don't Lou we? Grant why don't we <laughs> predict where it goes? Who's cool. got predictions? Um, I got some. I do. Um, I have that. Uh, Mary, like his, she's hosting her own show at the network. Mm. Um, and that this episode is that. Uh, like it's the last episode of the show within a show. Oh. That's very Fraser. Mm-hmm. That's very Fraser. <laughs> um, and then I have that because whatever's happening, the show's ending. Um, like Mary's moving out, and so Rhoda can get the apartment. Oh, that's cute. Um, and then someone in the show says, "You're gonna make it after all." <laughs> oh. Direct quote from the theme song. Crazy. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I think Mary makes producer. Mm. <laughs> just one step up from assistant producer seven years producer. she makes producer <laughs> um i think there's a wedding but okay. it's not mary's okay oh. um i think mary's moving mm-hmm. and i think a snowball is thrown okay in this episode minnesota i like it <laughs> <laughs> um i wrote Mary is the anchor woman producer slash writer, and then I was gonna pick one based on what you guys chose. So, so which one? I I guess I'm at writer because that's She's the, the only one you guys yeah. haven't chosen. So Mary, circle writer. Mary's the writer. Um, I think that Mary, Ron, and Phyllis are besties, and they're throwing a party. In this episode, there's gonna be a party. They're gonna throw okay. it like a party together. They're throwing a party together. They're throwing besties a high school graduation party. Cool. Um. And Rhoda's going to... Did I say her name right? Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda she's going to ride a motorcycle. Nice. Not very Minnesotan, but... I hope she doesn't because you don't generally ride motorcycles in the winter. <laughs> and I want a snowball to be thrown. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be in the winter. And then I think Philip and Bess moved out. They're out of the place. And this is kind of my extra one. It's just like I want this to happen. I want Mary to be single at the end of this show. Okay. I want her to be a fierce woman fierce independent woman mm-hmm. and not needing a man to tell her what to do so because cool. remember the only way to be fierce and independent is to be alone <laughs> no i don't mean it that way but you I must sacrifice your happiness in order to stay independent <laughs> but i feel like in regards to some of this comedy tv shows that we have mm-hmm. at this time yeah you can't be a kept woman and be funny mm. as her friend was like i'm married look how terrible my life is yeah I feel like she's got to, in order to be funny, she's got to still be a single woman. And that's also something that people can laugh and joke about. Like, oh, her singleness. Mm. People are going to be. That it would be some of that like self-deprecating humor that I think this show might do well. Yeah. So. Well, Well, let's do it. Cool. Shall we watch the last show? Yeah, I got cake. 
Oh, and Claire can eat some cake, and I may never get my ice cream sandwich that I ordered. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned to find out whether or not the order that plagued the first part of this podcast <laughs> comes back and haunts me with an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Keep you informed. Um, we'll see you after the last show of the Mary Tyler Moore show. And we're back from the final episode of the Mary Tyler Moore show entitled what Joe? The last show. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, ice cream sandwich update. Uh, I can't get a hold of the restaurant. (laughs) They keep hanging up on me and DoorDash is not being helpful. Mm. So DoorDash is not a sponsor and they can (laughs) go. World Street Kitchen cannot be trusted. (laughs) Have other people out there had this many challenges with DoorDash? DoorDash is terrible. Well, here's the problem. Or food delivery? It's like DoorDash mixed with restaurant is like someone's like, oh, something's wrong. And it's like, they just can't be, these two things can't work together. And it's really annoying because you order food off a restaurant's website mm-hmm. from the restaurant. Like you don't go to DoorDash yeah, or I think that's somewhere. the difference in this situation. And then situation. you call the restaurant and you're like, I didn't get my food correctly. And they're like, you got to call DoorDash. And it's like, I shouldn't have to talk to them at all. Yeah, because I ordered through you. I ordered through you. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even find their number for a very long time. DoorDash's num- customer service number is impossible to find. Do you want to like put it out there? We'll yeah, put it in the comments. it's one eight hundred. Go fuck yourself, DoorDash. Wow. <laughs> I hey, thought my burrito was we delicious. We only use Bite Squad now. I mean, I'll I'll admit Uber it. Eats. I'll admit it. I accidentally forgot to tip the guy that came, <laughs> and this couldn't have been a better day to forget to tip somebody. <laughs> Because they did not complete their job. <laughs> you do not deserve a tip if you did not do the job. He was here very fast, though. Listen, his tip was getting to eat your your uh, ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he's enjoying <laughs> it. it. probably in the his car. The serial killer ice cream sandwich. I just want to eat it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then every time I call the restaurant, they just hang up. Like, without even answering the phone. They're like, well, oh, that number? Don't answer it. Not to like further disappointment, but their cake was pretty medium. Good. Well, I not not I for you. Know. I feel bad that it was. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a I'm lot left. There's a lot it. of cake left, but it they didn't have like sugar in their icing. So it was like sour. Wait, what? Yeah, I just really it's like cream cheese. <laughs> toothpaste. It was. I feel like this is. They're trying to go for a sour cream frosting. I feel oh, that sour moment. Cream sour frosting? cream frosting seems weird. It's just, it just isn't going. I think we I think we can agree. It. Everyone in this room and listening around the world can agree. World Street Kitchen and DoorDash are stupid. <laughs> world Street uses sour cream on their cake. And Dor- I, it's a fact. I don't know if that's a fact, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Fact. You heard it here. I, you you got me so excited about a dessert, and then you didn't get yours. <laughs> I didn't get. <laughs> well, then mine was pretty meh. And you got one, but it was meh. Well, I was yeah. It was a gamble. <sighs> Well, but Mary Tyler Moore. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? Was that a gamble? I don't. That didn't I work. mean, without first and last is always a gamble. Without yeah, without jumping too far ahead, um, I was pretty pleasantly pleased with Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, it felt good. It felt like um, uh, like there was a part where they brought back the like Rhoda and Phyllis characters, and like people cheered for that. 
and then they had like a big moment with like all of the workers at the office and like people liked that so it feels like people like all of the characters yeah even though they might like rag on each other or like some of them like might have like unseemly parts of their personalities it seems like all of these characters are like people you want to hang out with for half an hour and they gave everybody their own like moment to have their it wasn't like oh bye hugs like Mm -hmm. this is awkward it was like everybody still had their humor like Mm -hmm. in their own type of humor in the way that they're saying goodbye or consoling mary or doing what they're doing i did like um i mean there wasn't like music there's not like background music in the show anyway Mm -hmm. but when uh lou grant the boss was like saying like uh i want to say like one thing like so long when he was saying a couple sentences i was like it's eerily quiet Mm -hmm. in the show Mm -hmm. and it like did a good job of making me like oh this is very serious and i think it's serious and then it got funny right after that yeah there's jokes within it so they did a good job um i have a quick write-up by uh written by huggo on imdb huggo thanks huggo for writing this up for me uh the station's new owner frank coleman has been on a firing spree of late when it comes to the six o'clock news lou tells him to watch the show for himself and make his own evaluation of of specifically ted ted believes that this the directive marks the end of his stay at wjm and begs that if he does get fired the others will show solidarity and quit but ted still does whatever he feels he needs to do to keep his job Coleman, true to form, does make some drastic changes with pink slips handed out. Some expected competition occurs. The results of Coleman... This sentence is bad, though. Sorry, Hugo. (laughs) Some unexpected competition occurs. The result of Coleman's decision. That was the sentence. Bad sentence. But through it all, all the newsroom staff, but especially Mary, are most sad to see the breakup of what Mary considers her family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, to put that confusing end to sight is um the beginning of the episode lou's on the phone with frank apparently that that guy's name yeah and he's like the new station owner and he was like asking how ted baxter the news anchor guy was Mm -hmm. he was like watch the show for yourself and so they go to a meeting at frank's um was it ted uh murray lou and mary Mm -hmm. um and and then the frank guy was like well, there's either one thing wrong. It's either the front of the camera or the back of the camera. And he was like, and Ted, you're great. You're staying. So mm-hmm. all three of you are fired. <laughs> and then they and then they did funny because they went back to the office. And Mary was like, you guys, he said you guys were fired. But I'm not a guy. <laughs> and that was like, classic Mary. <laughs> oh, Mary. Mary Tyler Richards. Sorry, Richards. <laughs> Mary Richards. Um. And then they, yeah, they say their goodbyes and it was pretty heartfelt and it was good. Mm -hmm. Ted did like a little funny sign off. Like they watched the end of the news and he signed off and he sung one line from it's a long, long road to Tipperary, Mm -hmm. which we listened to almost in full (laughs) after the episode to see what that. Well, and they all sang it as a group later. Yeah. And they sang it on the way out. Some World War One song. I don't really understand like (laughs) why what the meaning between like that and the show was really i tried to google it i couldn't find anything but we're young so i don't really remember the great war as much as some of our <laughs> <Yeah>. listeners <laughs> we're just please so young. comment or uh you know let us know <laughs> um i also wanted to point out that they changed the opening which which is weird to have these openings right when the show starts like mm-hmm. i feel like most shows we watch have them like 
have a cold open yeah they have a cold open Mm -hmm. i forget what they're called all the time but with these they had new minneapolis shots and was that when you were like all of those buildings are burned down or is that the first one no this is the new one was all in the ids building is that burned down or is that not no (laughs) i used to work in it for like five years i didn't know that that's why you kept being like the ids building yeah because it was just the ids building in just slightly different angles it was but the ids building looks very idsy like if you worked there you like that doesn't look the inside of it looks a little different than most other buildings downtown because it's got a really big plaza in the first floor and like a mezzanine going around so the whole floor plan is open in that part of the building. Is there a cozy in there? Did there used to be a cozy in there? Are you talking about like the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. the sandwich shop. I believe so. <gasps> I think I've been there. Yeah. I love that place. It's closed <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've been in that building. Um, I like that they had lake shots because it was right over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely some uh, definitely some Lake of the Isles shots. Yep. Looked like. But um, yeah. What you looking up over there, though? I was. I'm trying You're, to like, deep searching. I, I asked the question to everybody, and I don't think I'm going to find it while we're like trying to talk about this. But I was trying to figure out why old shows like Andy Griffith Show, the Bob Newhart Show, Mary Tyler Moore Show, why did old shows were named after the name of the mm. celebrity that was starring in them? Dick Van Dyke Show. Dick Van Dyke Show. Mm-hmm. Other than besides of calling it like WJM stuff, like our like. The, I mean, even literally like the Mary Richards show, because mm-hmm. that would have been the character in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, at least like Seinfeld, like Jerry Seinfeld played Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. you know, so they even went away from that. So I, I'm just trying to figure out why they named these shows when you, like this. When you figure that out, can you write a blog post? Um, yeah, yeah. Sign up for our newsletter where Josh <laughs> explains why shows are named yeah, that way. It, the, the newsletter is... Uh, at FNL podcast on Twitter, <laughs> that's where the <laughs> newsletter will be. Um, yeah, I just don't understand why they what what there's where this naming convention came up with. I mean, because all I mean, it's like obviously a lot of like in the '90s, comedians got shows like Seinfeld got a show mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. They named it Seinfeld, but like I don't. That's too far back for me to know. But I just don't understand. Was like TV just knew, so they just knew that Mary Tyler Moore was a person, and they just like, oh, I like her. Let's watch this show. Maybe celebrity was different. I don't know. We do have like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and there's a lot of shit shows that are named after people. Right. Well, but I mean, it is different. But those are but those are reality shows. Yeah, a comedy most of the time. I I don't I don't know. Maybe people are just better at writing tv show names except for cougar town that one is still heated <laughs> courtney around. cox show yeah but like yeah if what, they had called that the courtney cox show i'd probably like it better but it was yeah but it would have been called the courtney cox show and on the tv her name would have been courtney taylor yeah <laughs> and it's like why are you calling it this it doesn't i don't know it doesn't make sense they didn't make like they didn't call aliens like the sigourney weaver movie you know <laughs> oh man if they started doing that in movies that'd be tight was it Arnold Schwarzenegger movie two? Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie four? I just, I mean, there's got to be a reason for it, and, I, and most likely it's just people knew who Bob Newhart was. Yeah, and they're gonna watch a show called the Bob Newhart Show and not the Bob Richards Show. But maybe it's also so that it can create this illusion of anythingness, right? If you have a show called the 
the Bob Newhart show, right? Mm-hmm. You can have any character in that. You can have any storyline because it's not really about that person. But and you're not even giving anything away in the show title, right? It's not Nashville or Cougar well, the only Town thing you're giving up in Nashville is it's or it's, private it's, practice or Grey's Anatomy or right, but Big like, Bang Theory, whatever. Like it's just the Bob Newhart show, sure. right? But that only works for you having never seen the show. And then once you've seen one or two episodes, the show is established and it's a sitcom about a guy named Bob Dillinger, you know, who is a news anchor. Well, I don't know what the Bob Newhart show is about, but like, you know, then it becomes that. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore show after literally the two one episode we watched right away. It's a it's a show about Mary Richards, who's trying who's now a, a news associate producer in Minneapolis. Do you so, feel like swinging in mini would so be like a better title? If, like, what well, would it if, be better? I mean, if it was like an, an, if it was like a, what's a, what's like American Horror Story and stuff like that? They're uh, not. I was gonna say analogy. What am I? Why can't I say the word? They're anthology shows. Okay. Where like every season, it's like a different story with the same characters. So like a show called like the Mary Tyler Moore Show. That one season, it's Mary Richards is in Minneapolis trying to become like a news somebody like making it big in news or be a producer. And then the next season it's Mary Dawson who's in like oh, Chicago. Weird. But, but that would like, that means it all fits under. It's just like Mary Tyler Moore being these characters in like an anthology. But when it becomes just like a seven year show of like a hundred plus episodes, why name it the celebrity name that's in it? I don't know. Hopefully she got a lot of money off of it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's just like people are going to watch a show named after a person that they know. Yeah, and I, I, I also just assume that's what it is, but mm-hmm. I think that's dumb. Okay. <laughs> but it's also like things were different back then. So, you know, everything was made American. <laughs> what do you guys think about the line? Like, it was like really beefed up and clearly laid out that like Lou's line to everybody was like this emotional moment and what he said was i treasure you people which is just i don't know i was like oh i was distracted by he was like hugging mary no he was like it wasn't a deep kiss it was a sneak attack kiss (laughs) and he was like like weirdly like squeezing her back while yeah. he was saying, I treasure you people, and I was distracted by that. No, I didn't, I didn't notice that. There's a lot that. of like physical contact that I don't think is appropriate right now. But <laughs> yes. No, I don't know. I think that that's mainly like, I feel like they're trying to say like, oh, the viewers of our show treasure all these characters. And so like trying to speak for the viewing audience I mean, to when, a certain extent. I mean, that's probably one way too. I, I was just thinking like when they were all like huddled together and like, hugging i mean it's like actor's last show and so i was like oh these are probably not hard scenes to act technically because it's just them literally like saying goodbye to their co-workers mm-hmm. and know they're being done so when they're like i treasure you he's just probably like oh i actually like i loved working with you guys and it's easy and i bet having not seen the show i don't know but like lou doesn't seem like the kind of guy that gets emotional <laughs> like very true. often so just having like an emotional thing said at the end last episode means a lot to the viewer Mm-hmm. And probably means a lot to the guy saying it to his like coworkers who's I'm I'm assuming acting you get a little closer to people than just like typing computer stuff next to the guy. Like, you know, at a cubicle kind of thing. Yeah. 
They're probably just like closer. So when I leave work, I'm going to like hug one of my coworkers and yell, I treasure you to the rest of the office. <laughs> when I quit my job or like leave my job, I would prefer that uh, I just walk out the door and don't really what say What if everybody anything. starts singing that like oblivion. temporary song? I'll sing with them. I'll sing that with them. Because I, like, I know. I know this song. Oh, oh, it's a long, you guys long sing Mary Tyler Moore? temporary. Why did they name the show that? <laughs> You don't know why they call you guys them. got theories? <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Bob Newhart, Joe, what's up with that? Um, I like that. Um, so, but now we got to get into the kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was Look meant it to be a casual friend kiss. I don't know if that was scripted. No, but there doesn't... was a time when men could just kiss women and that was okay. And... Even so, I'm not even really talking about like the appropriateness of the kiss. I'm just talking about the way that the he did it. The style of the kiss? It was just like, he was like, like almost just like, kind of just gnawing at her face <laughs> it was a it weird like kiss a, it's like he's never maybe kissed they had a person to get it in like one shot maybe it was like a quick maybe it was unscripted yeah he was just feeling it in the moment and he was just like because ah. <laughs> they were all like backing away from the hug and then like they were like face to face his mouth like, was clearly ah. like too open for a friend kiss right yeah, yeah and that's i think the problem like she had the appropriate peck kiss lip moment and then he had like See, open mouth and it just you said she it, has an appropriate pecked kiss lip i think her mouth was just shut because yeah, she, she was just standing <laughs> there just, <laughs> because she doesn't she's not a mouth breather and wasn't <laughs> hanging out just with her mouth agape and he just went <laughs> like and it was like oh that was weird i mean all three of us thought that was a weird kiss it was right? a weird kiss yeah. and then behind the kiss though is uh, who's the news anchor? What's his name? Ted. Ted's wife is mm-hmm. like smiling with this like very plastic, like cheesy smile. Well, she's just like right in the frame, like right behind <laughs> the kiss, like like her face is staring at it. It's like when mm-hmm. you watch awkward like wedding photos and there's like somebody like photobombing it. Like yeah, she's she just, did like, the whole time. Camera, camera on, keep smiling. Like that's all she was doing. And then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh man, he gets married weird." Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a weird thing. Um. Boys and girls, if you're going to kiss somebody, at least try to make sure they understand it's coming. <laughs> How does this compare to like some of the newer like shows that we've seen of said genre? Um, just from what I've read, it seems like this was the like this was for a while like the standard for like how you end a comedy well. Oh. Um, I had read that before the end of Friends. They like watched like the end of this show together, and we're just like we're gonna do something like as good as that. I just think it's nice when they give the the show's over, and they just give the whole cast like a little piece, like they just hey, this is you're now all in a quiet room together, mm-hmm. and just like have a moment, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, they did it a little. They do did you like it, that, or is it cheesy? No, I like it. I think it's good. I mean, if it was a if the show was on for two seasons, it'd have been cheesy, but like when shows are on for five six seven eight nine years mm-hmm. you know it's like we just i mean we know we're watching a show we're not yeah. idiots we're people like yeah. watching mm-hmm. a tv show and we know these people have all been working together for a long time mm-hmm. and they're all kind of in character in general their character because someone's usually always moving on or something's happening or something's changing mm-hmm. they're just having these people in a room being like hey this was great we had yeah. a good journey we love each other and it's just kind of like, yeah, this is in character pretty much for anybody. Yeah. And it's good for the actors and it's good for the people watching. And it's like, if yeah. you really watched and liked it, you find it endearing. I also feel like it's something specific to um, like 
is it multi or single cam but like filmed in front of a live studio audience sitcoms like this mm-hmm. um because it's like with a live studio on it like kind of feels live yeah mm-hmm. and so even if it's not like actually in front of you live and you know that it's taped like to have them like be talking like this and have a scene together like feels like you're like in that room yeah I, I mean, yeah, I liked it. Like, I felt good. I, like, felt good and, like, a little warm watching this show. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of it. And I, like, maybe I've seen 50 minutes of the show. Yeah, right. Out of thousands of minutes, And probably. if Hulu ever gets its act together, you can watch the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, we had a little Hulu problem <laughs> earlier. Did anybody else ever Hulu? Hey, I don't blame that. Sometimes, you know what? The internet works pretty good 99% of the time. <laughs> so, Dude, yeah. that one guy on that one forum I was reading. And you know what Hulu did? Cyber attack. You know what Hulu did tonight? Unlike... Uh, the place that I ordered my food from, they delivered. <laughs> they came through in the end. <laughs> they came back. Um, so I liked it. I mean, part of me watching the show, I was like, man, should I watch more of the show? It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might hit it up for some Minnesota vibes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be into Rhoda. Yeah. <laughs> Rhoda's definitely the best. I think that she had a spinoff. I think both of the two other... Rhoda and Phyllis. They both did. I can't imagine what a Phyllis show would be like. Phyllis looked so much older at the end of the show than she looked at the beginning. Yeah. Her like, ter- her hair haircut was so bad. Well, but maybe she's just an older woman. I don't know. I'm telling you, redo a, redo that haircut or put a hat on that lady and she looks five years older. But her hair, like, it just maybe didn't fit her face. Yeah. But, yeah. It was terrible. But Rhoda seems like the best character in the show. Yeah. Rhoda's, Rhoda seems fun. We're all Rhoda fans here. <laughs> um, I want to hang out with her. Two other important people we need to talk about. Number one, Betty White just walked in. Oh, I didn't know she yeah. was on the show. Yeah. Sue Ann. Yeah, Sue Ann, Betty White, and she implied that she might have banged a lot of military men at some point. <laughs> and then she was like going to go off and like become a private nurse. She was going to be. She was going to have a sugar daddy and go on like a yeah. cruise. It was her new job. She um, had a guest spot that turned into a regular gig okay. on the show. Um, and then other one was the little cousin from the end of the Brady Bunch. Oh yeah, was it was in Ted, this episode. Ted's son. And I was like, is that the Brady Bunch kid? Yeah. And Claire, didn't you say like, <laughs> yeah, he was on a bunch of shows that got like ended. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have cable. And so there's this retro TV channel, which they're always playing like older shows. And he popped up on one of the commercials and was like, watch me in all these shows. And it was like the Brady Bunch and, da, 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 and all these shows is like, I was on the end of a majority of these shows. Like, they ended either, like, yeah. they were canceled or I was on their finale. Like, that was his claim to fame as a child actor. He's the bringer of TV death. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like he's, like, joking about it yeah. now and, like, trying to get a paycheck. He's, like, the human, like, victory cigar. It's just, like, let's cap it off with the kid. Let's get this little blonde kid with a bowl cut in <laughs> and let's end this show. <laughs> the kid just stares right at the camera. He's, like, it's over. Right. Um. <laughs> All right, let's go through some predictions <laughs> and, ra- and wrap this up. For sure. Um, you I'll, one first? I'll do mine. I'm holding it. Um, Mary it. makes producer. You get it. I do. They said it. I was like. We literally rewinded to check. Yeah. Producer. I was like, how are they going to tell? How are we going to figure out what her jobs are? And then like Ted and his like sign off in the news just said that she was producer. Um, there's a wedding, but Mary, but it's not Mary's. Nope. Uh, Mary's moving. She doesn't live in the same apartment, but it doesn't look like she's also now moving. So, nope. And there's a snowball thrown. I don't think they were outside one time. Nope. Mm-hmm. She so. threw a hat, though. In the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, one point. Um, I had that 
Because I, I just have zero points. It's uh, <laughs> uh, Mary has her own show, like as in she was hosting her own show. Yeah, the Mary Tara Moore show. Yeah. I mean, in real life, I guess. Real life points. Um, <laughs> and that Mary's show is ending. Um, and then that Mary's moving out of the apartment and Rhoda gets the apartment. And that someone says, you're going to make it after all. And none of them came true. I really thought when she was like walking out, when she turned the lights off and mm-hmm. like the studio, yeah, I thought she was gonna like somehow be like, "I'm gonna make it." Or if she was like, "I fucking made it." <laughs> if she would, if she would have said like, "I'm gonna make it," like, yeah. it, like I would have given you the point because that's true. we don't necessarily know what she's gonna do after this. They didn't really say. No, we don't know what their future holds. Mm-hmm. So nope. All right. Um, I have that Mary is the writer. So I'm not right. Um, Mary, Rhoda, and Phyllis are besties and throw a party. No. Mm. Uh, Rhoda ro- rides a motorcycle. No. Phyllis and Bess have moved out. I mean, they definitely don't live they there. They live in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. I had a point. You do. Um, And then my bonus, single at the end. Totally single. Oh, yeah, very single. Yes. So alone. There Two was points. No, there was no ring on that finger. Mm-hmm. I was like looking at the finger. You literally like she doesn't have a ring. She well, I mean, I, fi- I figured if the very least we, we could prove woman. that she wasn't married, which means she's single essentially. You know, why did she have to wear a ring? Because married people wear rings. Yeah, they don't have to. No, but this is TV. Okay, good point. All right, but I get a point, so we're okay. Yep. So cool. Woo. Um, yeah, that's about it for tonight, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's it. I, I feel like it was better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I mean, I, I literally just knew Mary Tyler Moore in Minneapolis. Thought she was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did think she was a child. <laughs> that one's on me. Um, but I thought it was good. I liked it. Uh, if anybody wants to comment, uh, tell us stuff, give us some feedback, maybe suggest some shows. Joe desperately needs a compliment now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been brought down to two stars. <laughs> you can hit us up Sorry. at <laughs> FNL Podcast on Gmail or the Twitters. Um, and yeah, do those things. We love those things. Mm-hmm. Those things love us. And we love you. We're going to make it after all. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week on another first and last. Goodbye. I was like, Claire, you say goodbye, right? I try to. Yeah, you do. Joe, Joe's a heartless man. You have to edit that one part out. Which one? The beginning part. We have two beginnings. But I'm not going to edit the part where we talk about how I'm going to edit it out right now. Oh. <laughs>